In each episode, we're gonna recap. It's filling all blue with Xander and Matt. Welcome to Sailing on Blue, the podcast where we are setting sail into the world of One Piece. My name is Xander, and here with me is Digimon Master Matt. Hello. Matt, how's it going today? Well, it's going pretty well today. You know, it's uh, it's still 2020, the year we're recording this. Uh, but it's nice to have something something to read to uh, to sail away into a different world for once. Do you actually feel like you're sailing into a different world? Are you are you making my day? <laughs> uh it's definitely something different. Um so <laughs> best I can get. <laughs> be, best we I think I think when we go into to thoughts on on this on these chapters we'll maybe maybe you'll be happier maybe you won't be. Oh, we'll find out. I'm really excited. We'll find so out. uh Matt, Matt, tell us what we're talking about today. Exactly with with the world of one piece. So for those of you unfamiliar with the podcast, I've I've never read One Piece before. I've read like everything else, but I haven't I haven't read One Piece. I've gotten a couple episodes into the anime a couple times, and that's about it. So Xander here, uh, after having lost a bet to him, has forced me to read all of One Piece and we're documenting it. If you go back and listen to the previous episodes, we've gone through Luffy getting some of his crew. We've got Zolo, because I'm reading the the Viz online manga, and that's what it is in there. And Nami, and they have now. And for these chapters, we're doing the first half of Usopp's arc, which is chapter twenty two to thirty one. So generally, the format for this is we're going to recap uh, the reading as best we can from memory. We're going to highlight certain scenes and then kind of give, you know, review reactions, thoughts on on this. And this is the first time that we are ending an episode in the middle of an arc. That's true. The first for Syrup Village. How is there more? How is there that much more to this arc? Does this fight really go on for that many chapters? Uh, We'll we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Because we'll. uh, because since I don't actually know what happens, we'll just speculate. Except you know what happens, so you'll just <laughs> I do tell know me what I'm happens. wrong. No, no, I'll just be like, oh, yeah, yeah we'll see. So, so chapter 22 starts off with Nami fixing the hat that got cut up by Buggy. Um, and we still have that deep gradient shading. We're like, we're, it's, it's like Cotton Eye Joe here. Where does it come from and where does it go? Where they, they find out they're hungry, so they find a deserted... They're, they're hungry, so they find a deserted island. And there's like weird animals, like there's a snake with rabbit ears. Like, is is the One Piece world some kind of like avatar thing where animals are hybrids, like the lion pig and all that? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, they they get creative. Yeah, it doesn't seem Remember, to follow this is the before, laws of nature. This is before Avatar. Avatar stole it from One Piece. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I'll, I'll 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 buy that for now. Um, so I guess in the in the One Piece world, animals are are usually hybrids or something. Yeah. Uh, we've got this Guardian of the Forest thing, which is some fat dude in a box uh, with a gun. And that's, I guess, like, that's as good as a Guardian of the Forest as you can get on a discount. All I could think of, though, was like, step one, cut a hole in the box. 
do you not even know Gaimon's name? It's I know it's Gaimon, but I also don't really care about him. <gasps> um, He's the most important character in this series, Matt. <laughs> so I, I won't lie. I actually <laughs> thought when I first when I first saw the, the anime, I actually thought this was a filler episode. <laughs> and don't worry, was, a lot of people did. <laughs> it was actually surprised when reading the manga. And this was the first chapter for for this assignment that this was an actual chapter. I was I was actually surprised because I had always thought that that was some weird filler thing. No, it gives key information. No, it actually is key information because they explain that they're going to the Grand Line and he's like, the Grand Line, that's bonkers. And they're like, no, no, we got this map uh, like 10 chapters ago that we're finally going to show. Tsunami unfurls the map and shows and gives the explanation that the world is two oceans and everyone is aware of this and that there four, is the four oceans. They say they say two oceans. No, they're they're separated by the Grand Line and the Red Line. There's four. They, East blue, they South say blue. two. They ah. say two. Do they say two? Man, they say two. It's wrong. I hate it. Cancel I mean, the I'm show. Sure, <laughs> I'm sure the East and the and the West blue or whatever are like. You know, it's like the the South Pacific versus the North Pacific or whatever. It's still the Pacific Ocean. Um, Yeah, so the red line is this like big strip of land and perpendicular to it on like some equator thing is the Grand Line. And it's some big shipping route. And apparently there weird stuff happens there, like some Curse the Cowardly Dog opening like. But weird stuff happens on the Grand Line. Eustace Bank. Yeah. I actually, I literally, I'm going to sidetrack. I was literally talking about Courage the County Dog earlier today. (laughs) It's a good show. So you mentioning this fucking is, uh, one, weird, and two, uh, so good. (laughs) It's one of those things where, like, after you, you learn a word for the first time, it's like you always hear it again in the next 24 hours. Somehow, it's like one of those type of things. It's just one of those yeah. things. Anytime someone talks about courage, within a, hand, within a day, you'll hear courage again. And then never yes. for 15 years. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, the, the reason everyone thinks One Piece is along the Grand Lines because Gold Roger is the only man to ever rule it. We get the sad backstory of Gaimon, Man in a Box... And we once again get this whole can't part with my treasure is this weird hubris thing. And it turns out all there are all these treasure chests at the top of a cliff that he can't climb because he's in a box. And it turns out that all the treasure chests are empty, which is sad. It, it's just very sad for him. So they all they all decide to leave him there because he's like, I, I guess I can still be guardian of the forest. Um, but this time, instead of for the treasure chests, I'll do it for the animals because it turns out there's poachers, but there's there's something funny going on here where it's like Gold Roger is the only man to have left his treasure besides Shanks, who left his hat with Luffy. So there there's kind of a a theme going on of like the, the one successful guy is the one guy who actually parted with his treasure. Yeah, whatever that treasure might be, which so I, I don't even know what that is yet. I'm so excited to find out the the one piece was the was the money that jump made along the way Uh, (laughs) oh that's a treasure worth having (laughs) that's i mean it's a lot of money uh so then we get chapter 23 dread captain usopp 
Nami has correctly ascertained that they need more crew in a boat, uh, so they're landing on another island. Meanwhile, Usopp, a village youth who, who cries wolf a lot and seems insufferable, uh, is running around yelling the pirates are coming. And for some reason in this chapter, the shading is uh, less pre- is like less present. So again, like the this like super deep shading technique, it just it's it's con- um, I'm going to call it like Codnijo shading. Where does it come from and where does it go? I, I think it's how it's released in the uh, the actual weekly Shonen Jump. Like if it has like the fir- if it's like the first thing in the book, right? The first story. Uh, I think it has better pages the print on so they're like oh let's make the first few pages like really you know cool looking and shit put some extra effort into it because you're in the front right you need to make a make a splash right off the bat grab that attention i guess that's why a lot of the color stuff is in the middle right the people who get the colored pages are in the middle because those are the shows that people are like oh i want to fucking see this shit colored and you know they, they get into the middle of the book because yeah, you can't so just it's... read it in the store. You gotta buy it before you read it. They're like wrapped in plastic and shit. This is a very interesting um thing where like the if if that is really the reason, it's just the but how much effort Shonen Jump is pushing is pushing one piece at the time as to how much goes into the art budget is is kind of interesting. Yeah. I will say something is that Usopp's nose in the manga. Like, in the anime, it looks all weird, and, like, a lot of stills I've seen, it's looked all weird. But actually drawn in the in the manga, it looks way more natural. Right, <laughs> it does. It looks very good. So Usopp uh, confronts the crew as they land, and he he is a bad liar. He, he is, like, a compulsive liar, and he is bad at it. But, you know what, everyone decides it's all good, and we're gonna go eat. So they they all go to the inn to eat. And Usopp uh, tells them this, uh, about how he wants to get that booty and that that booty could get them a ship. The booty, of course, being Mr. Skaya. Mr. Skaya, who is attended by her, her uptight butler, Clahadore, in a, in a tale as old as time. She is a, a tragic, uh, bedridden, uh, air I think it's just Clahadore. Clahadore. Yeah. Okay. The the is silent. The is well, you know it's not silent. Those shoes, man. He's got those like zebra shoes, and those cannot be butler regulation. <laughs> they are. They are. He. You. You see him. He's clearly a butler. The best butler. He. He's always like adjusting his glasses weird, and he has like that weird like the weird like ice cream insignia on his. I mean, at least I hope it's ice cream. Otherwise, it's poop. <laughs> Otherwise, it's like poop emoji on on his jacket. They're, and they're he's got these like zebra slippers. Bells. Maybe. I don't know what they actually are. It looks like either ice cream or poop emoji. Yeah, it, it, it does. <laughs> it does look like that. But I actually I wonder what they are now. Now come to think of it. I really want because I it's not a question I really considered outside. Oh, look, that looks like poo. And then that's it. I just dropped it from there. Well, even even though she looks to be completely healthy and normal, it's uh, take your medicine, uh, you bedridden girl. This isn't suspicious at all. And there is a sheep man. Just there is a no explanation sheep man. U- Usopp uh, visits Mr. Kaya on his quest for that booty. But Luffy, tired of waiting, shows up and just demands a ship. Claudor uh, basically 
runs them all off and puts Usopp in his place, calling him the abandoned son of a filthy pirate. Keeps adjusting his glasses constantly, like every other frame. Yeah, for you listeners, um, how Claudor is adjusting his glasses is like the the palm of his hand. His fingers are like off to the side and lifting it up, like using essentially his palm wrist to adjust his glasses rather than just doing the cool anime thing and using two fingers yeah. and sliding it back up through the center. He's just like he's like pushes striking them up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Kaya, Kaya with that Oda mouth uh, tells um, tells them all to to cut it out, and <laughs> the then and Usopp punches punches uh, the butler and says, "The only thing I'll never lie about is that my dad is a pirate because he's proud of that." And the chapter ends on a cliffhanger with Luffy going, "Oh yeah, I remember," and I'm like, "Oh okay, we're gonna get some backstory next chapter." Start at chapter twenty five. They don't address that at all they all just leave the estate claudor gives like some backstory with kaya about how it he feel he's so thankful to her family for helping him after he was marooned on this island and then Django, the hypnotist shows up uh he's he's a man who is super swag and has heart-shaped glasses and he doesn't appear to be a very good hypnotist at first but, he does like a moonwalk. Yeah, he does like a moonwalk, <laughs> and then he he like the kid the kids and Nami ask him to demonstrate that he is actually a hypnotist, and he puts himself to sleep. And <laughs> goes great. He's he's just like walking around all loud. So then halfway through the chapter, we cut back to Luffy and Usopp sitting on a cliff, and Luffy reveals that he knows Yasop, Usopp's dad, and he's a part of Shanks' crew, and. Uh, Huzzah! And then Usopp reveals that it turns out Shanks is actually super famous, which Luffy didn't really know. Luffy was just like, yeah, Shanks! And Usopp's like, no, no, you mean like that red-haired Shanks. Super fearsome red-haired Shanks. Okay, sweet. My dad is with a really good pirate crew. And we (laughs) we get the flashback to Yasip being an expert marksman. So that's that'll definitely be rele- relevant later. But then they they look down from the cliff and they see that Claudor and Django are openly discussing Operation Murder Miss Kaya, which why would you call it that? It, hey, you know, it, that's what the operation is. I mean, you, you can't just be like, you know, Operation. It's not uh, I can't even think of anything clever, you know, just, just go, murder Miss Kaya makes it you know have you met Django to Django have you met him yeah he he is he is not very good at his job whatever his job is which is apparently to be uh acting captain um of the what was it the black cat pirates yes yeah it's something like that that Claudor is actually the infamous captain Kuro and that all of this has been an elaborate ruse to steal Kaya's family's money and I don't I don't understand why they don't just if if they are capable of rolling into the village and murdering everyone, why are they not just capable of of just murdering them and stealing the money? I don't under, they they reveal this whole plan that before they ki- accident her there there's a whole correction that they need to talk about accidenting her. Uh, Django is going to hypnotize her to leave everything to Claudor and her will. And then the pirates will then attack and kill everyone. And with Claudor as the only survivor, he will inherit all her money. 
but just just take the money after you kill her. I I don't I I think he just wanted to be a butler for three years. I think he was just tired. No, no, there there's a reason. We get to it later. Like like the just wait. So it it all make it all makes sense. It all makes perfect sense why you want to go this clearly non criminal route of obtaining money through a will. All right, we'll I will have to see that because as of as of where I am. Uh, I still do not understand. It makes perfect sense. Uh, Enough with the cat puns, (laughs) please. Please, no. The cat, the cat, there are so many cat puns. All of the black cat crew is, it just keeps going further and further down the cat pun hole. And yeah, they, so Luffy jumps out and he lets them know that he and Usopp won't let them get away with that. And Django reveals he's actually a really good hypnotist. He was just pretending before, and he hypnotizes Luffy to sleep, and Luffy falls off the cliff. But he's made of rubber, so he doesn't die, but they all think he's dead. And for some reason, instead of, like, for how deadly these guys are supposed to be, they just leave them there and go, ah, no one will believe Usopp even if he tells them. (laughs) And in, in typical fashion... Usopp tells everyone, and no one believes him. In fact, Kaya gets very angry with him, and has this whole, I never want to see you again, I can't believe you. Claudor's so great. <laughs> He's the best. He, he would never. Uh, U- Usopp reveals his slingshot skills as he uses them to escape uh, Kaya's guards and try to once again reason with her, but then her, uh, her pimp hand is strong and she does straight slaps him and i gotta say the art on the slap her arm go back and look at that it, it's chapter 27 no no, no i'm her, looking at it i'm following her along. arm looks super weird yeah it, it, looks, me it, doesn't little, look it looks a little awkward yeah yeah just it was i noted that that it looked super weird it, it doesn't have like the it doesn't look like it has any real force or that like it should there should have been a real slap but like usopp's face in the following panel like on the next page is like indented like ooh, it's like some weird like spaghetti arm thing going on like she's made of rubber i don't know oh it's chapter 27 everyone's rubber yeah everyone's rubber and your glue then the next chap of chapter uh the shading is back but where did it go it i guess i guess once again they were pushing one piece or something because the shading's back but it's just back for this chapter it's gone the next chapter and uh Kaya has uh, the sheep man give Claudor new glasses so that they don't keep falling down. And he uh, he stomps his zebra shoes on them and kill and cuts up the sheep man. He doesn't kill them, although the guy is like, we come back to him later and he is just still bleeding out. He just lays there bleeding out for like a day. Yeah, he's he's like whenever i first read this i'm like oh shit he dead because <laughs> like the panel is him like on the floor yeah and his blood is just splattered all below him like this then like I, he dead <laughs> like we're, we're gonna we're gonna digress here a bit is that there's there's a pretty big time jump from when that happens because that happens at night and then it's like the next morning kaya finds him there there's all these guards in the mansion did no one find find him their their job is to stand outside like was there no suspicion 
They, they're not allowed in the house. There, there's just no one else in the house besides Sheep Man and Claudor. Like it, he, he's just there for a while. Yeah, it's, it's also like in in their room, you know, like you know, the, he's in the room. Like, why would they enter like you know someone's room without knocking? And if no one answers, like they're like, oh, they're probably not there. And also, it's like middle of the night. Who's gonna like open a a you know a bedroom door in the middle of the night? That's creepy. You know, the smashing, the smashing of glasses and the screaming of no, nah, that's normal. That happens every night. Oh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> kinky. Um, yeah, they, their Usopp goes, oh, yeah, here's the beach where they'll definitely, where these pirates will definitely make their landing. And they, they spend, like, the whole chapter going into this elaborate, like, traps that they're setting up. And then they're like, wait, there's another beach, though, I guess. The pirates are going to that one. Oh, oh no. And they they run off, except that somehow Nami and Usopp show up first and they go, wait, where's Luffy? Oh, he got lost on the way. Yeah. And Zoro got slipped on. Yeah. 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 Nami stepped on Zolo while they were uh, going through the, their own traps that they'd set. So Zolo is trapped in the traps. Us- Usopp is almost hypnotized by Django, but Nami, having seen Django in town do his whole like self-hypnosis thing, being the smart one, she she shields them from the hypnosis. And yeah. So then they throw out some caltrops, so there there's like 1d4 damage right there, but pirates have a little more health than that. And they they go in there, they start beating Usopp with like a hammer. And he's just like bloody as all get out. And Navi gets pushed pushed against a wall. So she's she's just roughed up, but Usopp is like it's like uh someone it's just like someone put a bucket of blood over his head. And while they're all they're getting served, there's pirates running past them, but they are sent flying back by Zola and Luffy, who've made it. And so Kuro, who's been at the house the whole time, goes, You know what, this is taking too long, and heads to the beach to meet them. Django then hypnotizes his men into a berserker state, but this hits Luffy too, so gum gum gatling gun, and he like punches them all, and then he breaks the cat maiden head from the pirate ship and starts smashing up the mooks, and the cat maiden head has this like sweat thing on it as Luffy's swinging it, which is kind of like an interesting touch. Yeah, it's really cute. It's yeah, it, it it's pretty cute and funny. So Django, realizing that he has messed up, uh, undoes the hypnosis and puts all of them back to sleep instead. But the cat brother guards, the uh, Meowbin brothers, uh, were on the ship, so they are not hypnotized and they're ready to pounce. Then it cuts back to Kaya, who has decided to get out of bed because she's wondering where everyone is. I guess she hasn't gotten her breakfast yet. Uh, She discovers the sheep dude clinging to life who uh, names that Claudore was the one who did it to him. So she she puts on, on a coat and starts heading to the beach after him. And then the, the Meowbin brothers fight Zolo, and they somehow steal his swords because, and the explanation is because they're cat burglars, that they're able to just steal his swords off his body. And that the, in the middle of that fight is where our, uh, our assignment ended. Yeah. So we've got Zolo <laughs> versus the Meowbin brothers, Captain Kuro on his way. That that's where this has ended. I didn't think that the fight was going to be this long. Uh it's it's lasted a, a fair number of chapters, and if the, the arc length is We haven't any, even gone into the actual fight. 
So so is the Kuro fight like an actual like long fight? It's a it's a pretty it's not like a long fight. Yeah, so I I didn't get this far in the dub and I I barely got past this when I watched the sub. So I don't really have a good idea of of this of like the conclusion of this arc or really like the next arc with Sanji. So and that kind of ends what my knowledge is of of One Piece going in besides that certain characters like Tony Tony, Tony Choppa. Choppa. Like like <laughs> that certain random characters like exist or certain things. Yeah, cuz it's it's hard to not know about especially certain events uh if you watch or are part of any form of anime community or like see that shit right like yeah there's small spoilers you've had like that there's a place called skypea with a lightning dude or that oh yeah um, it's great or that the the grand line has like a time skip in it somewhere like i i understand like that 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 stuff is there so 3d2 why you won't know what that means till later <laughs> Nope, I have I have no I no idea what that is. Um, uh, so beautiful, <laughs> so good. So, so I guess going back to the whole, um, I guess I guess there's not really a lot of scenes that we really wanted to highlight that we didn't cover. I guess unless there's something that you feel needs to be highlighted. Um, I do want to point out that the cool butler's name, you know, the one that almost got murdered, that has a very sheep aesthetic. His name is Mary. I want to make sure that's clear because it comes in the play later. Okay, that that's a mystery tool that we'll use later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is this where the the going Mary comes from, and why that has had like a sheep mask yes. head? <laughs> yes. Okay. You nailed it. Nailed it okay. in one. <laughs> I, I'm aware of the that the going Mary is a ship that they eventually get. So yeah. Okay, that that makes sense. Um, I guess his blood is used to bless it or something. Because I'm gonna assume he just die, he he bleeds out and dies. I'm just gonna make that assumption. No, it's 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 a kid's thing. It they it won't be it won't happen like that. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. 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 We only crush people's hopes and dreams in this show. There's only murder every once in a while. <laughs> so I I feel like now that we've gotten like a big thing for me uh was not really understanding the setting of One Piece yet. Um I feel like it took it took a while for it to really establish like what the world is. But now that we know that this is, this is straight up a water world. It is not a, a, this is not supposed to be like some, some alternate earth or something. This is very much like a, a different place with different rules. I think it, it makes a bit more, more sense now that we have also like an idea of what the world looks like. It's easier to think of, Okay, this is why the world like this is why things work the way they work because okay, most things are disparate islands. There's really only one small landmass. I mean, it's a one large landmass. Yeah. The, the like the islands can be pretty big, but they it's still mainly islands with with a with a town or two on them. Yeah. And that's that's most of of this world and that there are Danger. There are diff- just different shipping lanes and dangerous areas. Pretty much that. Yeah, like yep. that's the the world of One Piece. You're you're slowly piecing it together as as we all did as we started this journey ourselves. Yeah. So when whenever I watched this uh, this arc, it didn't really leave like that positive impression on me. 
uh, when I first watched it, but also the pacing was was so so slow. awful. Yeah, P- pacing in One Piece anime is it is hit or miss, and it's more often a miss. Yeah, and just I think those focused way too much on on focusing on on Usopp's lies and the scenes where Usopp's lying when it's just like a panel or two. Fine, we we got a we got a sense of his character, and it was better than when we got the the twist later for. The, there's some things I won't lie about. What you should do, and I'm going to let you know this now, just keep in mind of all the lies Usopp will, uh, has said and will say. Just keep keep them in mind. Oh, okay. I just want to pull... Yeah, that, that's just for you, because it's a cool little little thing to just watch that stuff. Because we, we've already seen a hint of, of Usopp's whole, whole thing in this arc. Oda teases it so early on and only rereading this like like now while thinking like while you were, were doing this this whole thing where I'm like oh oh <laughs> Oda you fucker you <laughs> um, um, granted I'm pretty sure he didn't think this far ahead because we, we all know he doesn't <laughs> but I'm just like oh but we'll, we'll see you'll you'll see when we get I guess when we get to that we'll revisit that way further in. when we get oh, it's, it's gonna be so far till like we see like some of those things clicking oh man i mean i guess one thing is that with his lies um he slowly has been shrinking them when he first meets luffy and nami and solo he he goes oh i've got like 10 million men and then like he he shrink he's been <laughs> shrinking the number of men that he's lying about um over time so like when he sees the pirate uh the black cat pirates it's a smaller number I, maybe it's it's just more like his character transformation there. Yeah, yeah, we we get to see the hint. You've already caught it. You've you figured it out. Okay. Um, but also keep keep in mind his lies though. Still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I I found him less like it's like I said when he first showed up. I'm like, okay, he's a liar and he appears insufferable. He doesn't appear as he he wasn't actually as insufferable to read as he was to listen to in in the anime. So I wonder if it's because like it's a panel or two for all for all that stuff. And then pretty quickly you get the punchline. So like the comedic timing for his lies, I guess, just works better. Yeah, the pacing is definitely a a lot better. And uh, just in general, yeah, well, it's like, not really as so much pacing as it's just like comedic timing. Yeah, um, well, it's because like Oda knows how to like lay out a panel and it, his panel layouts only get better and better as as we go. Because uh, right now, like, I'm like, oh, wow, this is real simple and stuff. And I'm like, man, Oda really. Well, I mean, granted, he's been doing this for like 20 plus years now. Well, this is <laughs> like, the beginning, if, though. If he if he hasn't improved over that time, that would be more concerning. But Oda, Oda like, you know, looking back and analyzing this with alongside with you, right, as you're talking about, it, I'm like, oh, man, baby Oda, <laughs> little, little baby Oda to like, you know, what's currently being released. I'm just like, oh, fuck, Oda has improved in so many ways and i can't wait for you to to start seeing that right which which will be forever down the road yeah like i i've read stuff with with i've read stuff with better page layouts at the uh at this point but the, it definitely isn't bad it's definitely like it's it's definitely good especially um, for like, like his quality. first work right his stuff prior to yeah. this were one shots that were one piece his yeah, one piece one shot stuff is so yeah. So very, very interesting to be like, okay, there's there's a, a fight coming and considering how both Kuro and Kaya, uh, actually the way they walked away from the mansion was very similar to like the framing of the mansion in the top right. And then like 
walking in in um in full in full on profile at the bottom left of the panel was very similar, especially her with her coat. Just just very uh just pointing out like the the similarity there, but that they're both showing up and so there's I guess hype there. Yeah, it's uh, uh so we'll we'll see. Again, like I my my initial expectation going into this was that that wasn't going to be a very long fight um, against Captain Kuro, but it sounds like the Meowbin brothers, Django, Kuro, is actually going to be a little bit longer of a fight. Also, Zolo hasn't really done much this arc. Like, he's shown up, been there, made a comment about Grog, and then faded away. Well, remember, he slipped down the, the first beach on slippery oil and it took him a while. Like he got to the fight alongside Luffy. Right. But I just mean the, the arc in general, it's mainly been Luffy tallying around with Usopp. Yeah. Um, and Nami's we been know around with the kids. Zolo's been basically drinking grog in the end most of it. Yeah, he's been sleeping and you know, he, he does what Zoro does. Like we know what Zoro's all about. Wanting to be the best swordsman and also napping. Yeah, lot lot of napping. So, well, it it, see, it sound it seems like there's going to be more Zolo actually getting more spot some of his spotlight in the coming chapters for this arc. Mm-hmm. So that'll be that'll be nice. Uh, assuming assuming that he does, I'm curious to see because if because since this was better than what my experience with the anime was, I'm curious to see if the ending of it is enough to make me actually care about this arc because I I think it was just not really caring about this arc. And then not really caring that much about Barati, like the pacing, the yeah, the pacing on on Sanji's arc Barati being really yeah. slow in the beginning with the anime at least. That just I I kept bouncing off because it was you're already like twenty something episodes in that by that point, and considering that that's basically the number of chapters in, like, yeah, Barati like um because like Syrup Village is like nine episodes in the anime Brody's like 11 but the chapters like double that length um but yet the one chapters are way faster to read but two like the pacing in the anime like there are like there's like an entire like episode in like both of these where it's just nothing happens like a lot of standing and talking happens but like nothing nothing progresses where in the manga right like that talking is like a panel or two and then shit goes on yeah, yeah and the anime is like we're going to stretch these two panels out a bit. Maybe have characters say other things. And that's kind of where where I think Usopp's insufferableness in the anime came from. Yeah. So that's where that's where it was it's been nice to actually read it instead of um, go along. So the the deal still stands. I'll I'll make a judgment about how I feel about One Piece once we we finish whatever whatever the hell our long park is yeah well once we get to the end of our long park is when either you will be like eh, this is okay well you know you still kind of feel the same you're like i'll still read it it's pretty good or you'll be like this is fucking great we i I'm, i need to read more <laughs> so i i guess whenever we get to whatever island our long park the the island of our long park that'll be that'll be interesting uh Again, I have no, I have no clue what, what at all what that is even. I find it very interesting. I've been able to go this long without understanding it, and when I've mentioned to other people that we're doing this, um, they're like, "Oh man, I can't wait till you get to Arlong Park," and I'm like, "Wait, wait, don't, don't tell me. I literally have no idea." 
It's like <laughs> it's like literally don't. You see, everyone is like like whoever says Arlong Park is a, a bad arc is lying to themselves and to everyone else. They're just mad because Arlong Park is a really good arc. It's really good. You're building up all this hype for me. Uh, it's it's pretty hype. Like it's it's worth the hype I keep giving it to you because it's, it's it's legitimately my favorite arc out of the the dozens of arcs and sagas that is currently in one piece arlong park remains the one that constantly makes me cry so both both you and other people have told me that if you like arlong park you will like one piece and if you don't like arlong park one piece is not for you yeah that's it that's pretty much it right it's however much you like arlong park is pretty much how much you'll enjoy going through one piece it, it's um, still, I guess, kind of we're we're four episodes into this. I know episode one was only one episode was only one chapter, but it, yeah. it's also very interesting how long it takes for it to get to that watershed moment, I guess. But then again, you look at some other series and it's it's similar other series. It takes a while to get to, I guess, they're defining what's al- what's almost the real starting point. It, it's interesting how many series, especially Shonen, take a while to get there. You have all these like establishment chapters and establishment arcs that like they have impact, but they're not like the def- they're not what defines it as a series early on. Like Syrup Island and Orange Town, I would I would hope aren't like what what define One Piece, but they're also the early arcs. Yeah, and Orange Town compared to Syrup Village currently are different in how they're handling. Um, introducing characters right like uh uh, syrup village feels a little bit more uh uh, a little dark but also a little bit more whimsical with with you know the whole um parallel to the boy who cried wolf and stuff but like we see usopp um in this like whenever he those kids come up and they're like are we gonna fight those pirates and usopp you know actually lies to them saying like i was lying clawdor is not a pirate i was just really mad at him you know those kids walking away like oh i can't believe usopp like like they finally get so disappointed in usopp that they're like i'll abandon usopp what a shitty person when oh Usopp's- that's actually a scene we forgot to highlight was yeah, that's what i'm uh, highlighting usopp- it <laughs> yeah thank thank you for catching that is is when U- when no one believes usopp uh as they typically do about clawdor he makes the decision that they're gonna fight clawdor or captain kuro because that way it'll make it true that it was a that what he said was a lie for the for the townspeople so that's that's an interesting take on his character uh and like insight into into how he thinks is that yeah i'll be the liar and i'll do what it takes to make people think that everything that my warnings are a lie because i'll stop it before it happens yeah like such a good guy (laughs) Good guy, Usopp. Good guy, Usopp. So we have, going forward, what is the next assignment? The next assignment, you're going to read the rest of Syrup Village, which is 32 to 41. All right, so that'll be nine, that'll be what, like nine, ten chapters? A little bit bit shorter than I think this one, or about the same length, actually. Yeah, it'll be the same length. Yeah. You know, two to one, so yeah. Two to one, yeah, so same length, and we'll... We'll see what the conclusion is of that. How do how do we end this? I mean, we can't set sail. We're currently in a fight. So pick up your your sword and let's get going. 
I want whatever that like infinite ammo pistol the Guardian of the Forest had. Because <laughs> after all those years, where is he getting more ammo? Well, you Thank you all for setting sail with us into the world of One Piece. If you like to keep up to date on releases and what the current chapter assignments are, be sure to follow us on Twitter at SailingAllBlue. And we'd like to give special thanks to my good friend Birdie for composing our wonderful, amazing intro. To check out more of Birdie's amazing music, be sure to follow them on Twitter at HeyIt'sBirdie and check out their works on Spotify. I'm a big fan of the album VIMP. Links to everything will be in the show notes. See you out on the open seas.